It's time for another edition of Riders Up. We are very lucky to be here today with jockey Jansen Melanson, who is now coming up on 775 wins or so. It's a lot, isn't it, Jansen, when you hear those numbers starting to, to stack up? Um, how are you doing today? And thanks so much for hanging out with us. Uh, I'm, gonna, I'm doing great. I, I went out this morning, worked a couple horses for a couple of trainers, and went to see a few people, and everything's going good so far. Okay, so that's a great way to start. What's what's like a normal day for you like? What's your normal schedule? Let's say you've got a couple of mounts uh, later on in the day. What's it like for you in the morning? And then maybe what do you do in between the races? Take us through what it's like an average day for you. Well, the track opens at 6. You know, I try to get there 5.45, go see everybody before they get to before they get to work. And, you know, and or depending on if we have horses, what time. You know, sometimes we have horses scheduled at 6, 7, after the break, 8.30, and Normally, normally I'll come in and when I get done, I'll come in, eat a little fruit or something to snack on and take a nap because right over here, it's, it's night racing. So, yeah. So for you, we know your name. We know the family name a little bit. And I'm sure that was, you know, sort of what kind of pushed you into riding. But it wasn't always what you wanted to do right off the bat. Right. Tell us a little bit about, you know, how you sort of got into riding and what what made you become a jockey. Honestly, I guess being a kid and growing up, and I was I always was at the racetrack, always, always there, you know. And my mom, well, we all we all supported my dad really a, a bunch, you know. And and she always wanted to go to the races. And I kind of got kind of got old being a kid, you know, just always being drugged over there. And I kind of didn't want to be around it, and stayed around <laughs> it, stayed away from it for about a year. And I just I got the urge. I I was 16. I said I told my dad. I said I'd like to go with you this summer, you know and make some money that's what i wanted to do and the first one i breathed i fell in love with it i, I just couldn't get enough after that that's all i wanted to do just go faster <laughs> yeah i was gonna say I, that's got to be an adrenaline rush yeah there's nothing like it there's there's nothing that i've drove 160 miles an hour i've ridden airplanes i've done it all <laughs> i've done a lot of stuff and there's nothing like riding a race horse in a race being behind the goggles just totally different story you know so in in looking some things up and, and asking some questions uh, about you it seems like you really do like that um you get a rush kind of other extreme stuff was it bull riding that you were into also before and some other things tell us about some of the stuff you i even i even heard that you have these crazy um what, what was I, I i mentioning to you is it the bullfrog Hunts? oh yeah honey we uh we frog back home with fish Frogs awesome. and everything, and nine o'clock till two in the morning, and catch frogs all night. Ah, uh, that seems where, like you. Were... Where exactly is home for you, Jansen? Lafayette, Louisiana. Okay, I, I, I was like my my grandfather actually originated out of Louisiana, and I've still got a ton of family down there. Of course, I hear the accent, and I, I feel like I'm amongst family. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, everywhere I go, the people. People talk about how 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 strong my accent is, and they all they all seem to like it. They have a little trouble understanding me sometimes, but that so so that's what's funny. Like my wife and I, before we got married, we actually made a trip to Louisiana, um, and and met up with some family. And of course, I, I've spent my whole life in Kentucky, and uh, but my my grandfather still's got a, a pretty strong Cajun accent, and uh, 
she's like, it, it was funny noticing that like after like a day of being there, like I picked up on it and just started <laughs> speaking it with him. And she's like, she she couldn't she couldn't understand anything. And so she was like, I have no idea what you are all saying. What are right. you speaking? I'm like, we're speaking English. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. Very yeah, lucky. We got some pretty deep accents. It's it's pretty common for them not to understand us. I, I mean, and I've traveled everywhere. They just kind of look at you <laughs> a little weird, but <clears throat> we're we're super lucky to be hanging out with Jansen Malonson here. So tell us now when you started getting into riding horses, it, it you kind of it clicked for you initially because you were willing to go to be going to school go to the track before it wasn't like you knew that doing getting into it, it was going to be a lot of work. It wasn't like, Oh yeah, this is fun. I'll get to pick it up. Like when you decided, tell us a little bit about that schedule you were on. I mean, I was looking into it. You would have um, school, you had classes 10 in the morning, you'd work in the mornings, then you'd go home, shower, go to school. I mean, that's, that's not an easy schedule when you're a young kid. Yeah. And I, I loved it. I, I just, I love doing it. And, of course, like anybody else, I like making money. I was 16. I had no bills. I had a pocket full of money, and yeah. it was awesome, you know. And, and I'm I'm going out there having fun. I never, I still to this day, I've never really worked. I, I honestly, I've I've never had any other job, and it's it's great. So if you didn't, if let's say, in a multiverse alternate life, you're not riding horses, what would you be doing? What do you think you would be doing? So honestly, I got all my paperwork together and, and thing right when I graduated college and I was I, I went to the school and got back in my car and left and I said, I'm you know what, I'm just gonna start riding. Yeah. <laughs> it's just you just knew that was the feel for you, right? That's where you I, were gonna I just, go. I really didn't know what else I wanted to do or I had no idea, you know. And and then on the flip side, it's gotta be a little bit of pressure on you. Let me give you an example, right? I grew up and my dad was a really good wrestler out here. And so he didn't really want me to wrestle because it was going to be a lot of pressure on me. For you as someone whose family was very successful, I'm sure it probably wasn't easy getting as some things were probably easy. And then on the other side, there's probably a lot of pressure on you. You want to make your family proud. You've got a very high standard to uphold. What's what's that kind of like for you? It's a... Uh... You're right. A lot of people expect a, a bunch, and it it just it is what it is. It's, I think I honestly think people look at me different when I go outside of Louisiana. They I think I'm more treated as myself and not as junior, you know. Mm -hmm. And it, it makes a big difference, you know. Being me being looked at as an adult instead of the same as around the racetrack my whole life. They, mm -hmm. they still a lot of them guys still see that kid, and it's just a different level, like getting out of here you know yeah like it may get you an opportunity someone that may know you or so but then on the flip side like you said sometimes you don't get treated as seriously maybe by people who still think that you're the the, the kid there right that you're not the the full grown-up adult so i know I, exactly. it's got to be one of those tricky things that i think a lot of people automatically assume oh it's easy for him because his family make gives him a lot of opportunities but i actually i take it the other way like you've got a lot that you got to carry yeah 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 because they expect this they expect a bunch you know now did along with the pressure comes a whole nother side of it 
did the, did the other jocks in the jocks room give you shit? Like, uh, okay, daddy's boy, you know, he's in the <laughs> same jocks room you are, you know? Um, uh, nobody gives me shit in there, really. Uh, okay. I'm pretty well respected everywhere I go. I respect my, my, my fellow riders, and they respect me. And we, Yeah, that's good. I, it's just, you know how that goes. Anytime a son follows their dad in, into a, a, line of, a line of work, a lot of people think, things are handed to them and, you know, talk down on them and don't necessarily respect them. That's great to hear. And I mean, I'm sure you've earned every bit of that. It's not for lack of your hard work and effort. That's, that's probably the reason they don't give you shit. So yeah, that says a lot. Yeah. You're pretty tough too. I was going to say, you seem like you're pretty tough. So I I wouldn't want to mess with you either. (laughs) We all, we all about 114 pounds. I don't think we can do too much damage to each other. (laughs) Yeah. I was going to say, well, to me, because I'm not too much bigger, so we'd, we'd be in an Eau Claire weight class, too. When I was wrestling, we might have been in the same, in a similar weight class. Um, Jansen, very lucky to be uh, spending some time with you. Tell us about some horses throughout your career that have been memorable to you. Some of the best horses that you've been on, maybe your first wins or horses that you've been in the morning that were really good. Just a few that, you know, you'll always remember, have a special place in your heart. One, the first horse comes to mind is his name was Itsy Bitsy Walk, and uh, I rode him twelve starts, I believe, and I won ten and ran two seconds. That was awesome. that's one that really, man. He was a he was game. He was I really liked that horse a lot, and I think maybe the fastest horse I've ever been on was probably my Bowen Urges. It was a horse I win five or six on in New Mexico and three. So that was. Really nice horse that I really liked a lot, and we, and like you said, going to work in the morning, he was a really, really problem child, if you want to call it. And we had rounds and rounds, and he threw me off, and I got back on and brought him back <laughs> to the gate. And we do a lot of work out there. A lot of people don't, you know, they they just think we go out there to ride, but there's a lot more to it, you know. A lot of all the, you know, you gotta you gotta deal with trainers, owners, everything. I think that's more of a job than my actual job. You know. Right, the, the politics stuff. Right, right? right, they're like exactly. two separate jobs. Exactly, I can see that. So, um, why don't you take us through some of your favorite tracks that you've ridden, and uh, maybe one or two that you want to ride at in the future? <clears throat> Actually, this this fall, I got to go ride one in Keeneland, and uh, I'd like to give it a shot. One meet over there one summer at Churchill, or you know. Some, which is everybody's dream, you know, just got to get yeah. the right opportunity. But, uh, we'll get you out here. There's not Southern California too. It's nice out here. We'll get you out at Del Mar to win a couple down, uh, down at the beach and, uh, out at Santa Anita too. But we'll, we'll, uh, I, I have some fun seeing you all over the place because you have, you're someone, like you said, while Louisiana is home, you've definitely branched out and ridden at a bunch of different tracks. Yes, sir. I've, I've ridden all over the East Coast, all the Midwest, and I think the furthest west I've been was go in Colorado. But I, but California, Florida, New York, I saw some spots that I like to try too. Okay, we we always have fun asking people uh, about food because uh, for you and for a lot of jockeys, um, you have to plan if you're gonna, you know, everything about your diet, the way you eat, you keep watching your weight. 
So let's say you have a big win. Uh, it's a great day for you. You win three on the card. You want to go out and celebrate. And you're not going to worry about watching your weight for that night. What's the food of choice for you? What's the what's the meal that you want to go get? Are you getting a pizza? Are you getting a steak? Are you getting Mexican? What where are you going to get? We eat a lot of Cajun food. You know, I like gumbo and rice and gravy and absolutely all that. like 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 frog legs and fish. Everything that we catch and hunt and, and it, it, it's it's part of Louisiana. That's that's the culture we grew up in. You know, you you, you hunt and fish for 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 your food and and I enjoy that. You know. Awesome. Yeah, it's. It, <laughs> I was gonna say, I guarantee he says Cajun food of some sort. Yeah. I didn't know if he was gonna go like crawfish boil yep. or you know something along those lines, but uh, uh, that's good. So um, obviously, riding takes up a lot of time. Like there is no real off season for you. Um, do you get a chance to follow like professional sports? Do you have any sports teams that you're interested in or sports that you follow a lot? Not really. I never really got into. Any kind of what like watching NFL and all that. I never really got into it. I, I I think that's another reason why I didn't like going to the racetrack as a kid. I wanted to be in the mix. You know, I only I only I only liked what I do. Or you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So what about what about movies? Is there any uh are you, anything on TV that you watch or music? Anything that uh that, that keeps your time uh that keeps you you know passing the time well, when you're not places? I I actually I, I I take that back. I do we do follow UFC a lot. Me and my oh dad. cool, nice. You know, I, I I really like Conor McGregor a lot and uh Dustin Poirier. He's actually from Lafayette. Awesome. And I rode with his half brother. So oh, cool. Deal, you know. Awesome. Don't fight him. Yeah, get yeah, the pull, say. pull for somebody from your hometown. You know that's pretty awesome. <laughs> That's not someone you want to get into it with in the jocks room, right? No. 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 <laughs> no. You may Stay know away some trade, from that guy. You may know some trade secrets from family, you know. So, <laughs> um, let's uh, let's talk about some of the other jockeys out there. Um, I'm sure there might be some that you ride with, or maybe that you that you look around and you see that you maybe admire. Who are some of the jockeys right now that are out there that you think are some of the best, or maybe that you've learned from, or you know that that you look up to? Well, I see a, a lot of riders all had different styles, you know, and I try to pick the things that stand out, you know. Yep. When I had the bug, my dad told me when I went to the fairgrounds, he was like, pick you three riders and watch them. Watch how they look and try to look like them and, and come back and watch the replay. Don't matter if you last, keep riding and whipping and see what you look like and try to improve, you know. And at that time, Jesse Campbell was one of my big idols, man. I just, I love the way he looked on a horse and that's focused and try to look just like him and and awesome. it's pretty darn close i think you know but i mean i have my own style but it, it, it's funny you say that too because honestly again this goes back to my grandfather he's the one that got me into racing he started riding at the fairgrounds when he was a kid so um he's such a stickler on what people look like on a horse. He doesn't necessarily care how good of a rider they may or may not be. <laughs> if you don't look good on the horse, he won't have nothing to do with you. Well, that's like and, the starting point, right? It's like, if you don't, yeah, look and it's good funny. Start... And the only people I've ever heard talk about how they look, how somebody looks on a horse first are all from Louisiana. I don't know if that's like a big thing down there. Whereas, I mean, like some of these tracks around here, like you watch these riders and you're like, oh my God, like I, like I own a horse and, and we, we've got riders that do a fantastic job for us where they're at. 
And like my grandfather calls me every time. It's like, who is this idiot you've got on your horse? He looked there. <laughs> and I'm like, listen, it doesn't matter. He gets the job done. He rides hard and I like him, you know? <laughs> right, right. But in this in this game, I, I realized there's a lot, there's there's certain groups of people, you know, they got some of them that oh, it's always the jockey's fault, some of them it's the horse's fault, or something, you know. <laughs> You know that is part of the it's part of the game. You know, if if you, if some people that get beat, we're the easiest people to blame. You know, <laughs> I, I gotta say, as uh, as someone and just watching and and kind of talking about like styles and everything, in watching you, I, I really got to see you a lot at Sam Houston this year um, throughout, and you really I, I were riding very well. And the one thing that I took from watching is that you don't seem like you have and I say this as a positive one strength and a bunch of weaknesses. You seem like you're very well-rounded. Like you can show speed. You can sit mid pack. You can come from the back. You have a pretty good clock. And and that's, that's something that a lot of athletes don't have, right? A lot of athletes have maybe one thing that they do really, really well, really good speed rider or right, right, you know, yep. someone who can drop way back and has a really good clock. But I can just in watching you because I, I watch a lot of replays myself. I can tell that you, you. I think that you want to be that, right? You, it seems like you want to be that well-rounded rider. You, right. you showed me that you can win in many different ways. Is that something that you, you try to do? Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm actually like you said. I'm. I'm comfortable in the on the front, mid pack, yeah. behind on the fence. I'm. I'm pretty comfortable anywhere, mm -hmm. you know. And <clears throat> one thing that about my dad, like he can get one, he takes one so far back and gets him to relax so well and just, I mean, it runs him down. He's, it's like he's got it on point. Like he knows exactly where that wire is. And that's the 35 years. I mean, you, you, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. it, it you figure it. out the thousands exactly. I mean, of horses he's been on. You figure it out. Over and it's like, man, he, he just, he knows when to push the button, you know, and that all comes with experience. Now, uh, We've been having some fun talking about food and different things. What about uh, vacation? If you ever get a time off or let's say uh, family, I think what your uh, wife, Brooke, uh, is that right? And if you get to go somewhere with the family, where would you like to go if you had a couple days off? Is there anywhere that you've been that you want to go back or somewhere that you guys have on your bucket list you'd like to go travel and visit to? We, we Normally we go to Florida. We like to go to the beach and, and relax and get away. And uh, we've been talking about going maybe – Maybe to Colorado or Wisconsin or somewhere snowboarding and skiing and trying that out. That's that's one thing I've been wanting to do. Is it just the two of you, or do you guys have any little ones? Uh, we have a little boy. He's six. Awesome. No. Yeah. Handful. You say Emmett. Emmett, yes, sir. So, so we got an e money coming up in 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 the future. There we go. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> oh well, uh, Jansen. One of the reasons why we have you here and we're talking with you is because of the relationship that you have with Fantac and uh, what they've got going over there is really, really cool. It gives fans mm -hmm. of horse racing, fans of jockeys, an opportunity to show their support for them. So, so many people have seen your name or seen your dad's name and your family's name through the years and the past performances, but they don't have any way to support you. They probably never heard you really talk more than say a few words here or there. Um, right, yeah. Tell us how you, you got linked up with Fantac and how this all came about. Well, I don't have a I don't have a Twitter yet. I'm thinking I'm gonna make one this week, but <clears throat> they that's how I, that's how he got in touch with my my father. Nice. And then uh, we started telling a few other jocks, and 
and then I ended up getting introduced with him. I, I found him on Instagram and started putting my products on on there. So now your logo, we're looking at it right here. We we pulled it up. Your logo is is one of my favorites because it yep. jumps off the page. It's bright, it's colorful, it's fun, it's flashy, and like I I'm I'm telling you those flip flops and those shorts I'm gonna grab right now. Oh yeah, I'm gonna order some of them too. Cam sent me the that picture yesterday and's like, yeah, we're starting him on the summer uh, his summer line and sent me those and I was like, wow, like are those so, shorts? Like, he told me they're swim trunks. I would love just a pair of shorts like that. Just, I mean, they're so loud and awesome. I love it. Those are awesome. And just the the logo and the, the crown, you know, look of the logo. It's really, really awesome. So, Jansen, we've got flip-flops, polo shirts, hats, uh, zip-ups, pullovers, uh, T-shirts, a, a little bit of everything. And it would be – how fun would it be to see a, a few different people wearing this when you're turning for home riding the races, right? Oh man, that's awesome. There's there's no better feeling than supporting fans, the crowd going crazy when you win races. It's 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 really a blast. Uh Beho, I believe we have a promo code that can save people some money, right? If they head to uh to Fantac and want to purchase this. Yeah, absolutely. If you use the promo code BTV, you'll get 10% off that. So uh no reason not to go. I sent a ton a huge order in a couple weeks ago got my stuff in absolutely love it it's top of the line stuff um and everywhere i go that i wear something from there like i get people going what what is that logo what what is that and i oh that's you know rafael bejarano or you know jason melanson and they're like who are the and i'm like they're they're jockeys and they're like oh that's cool i didn't know they had that stuff so i send them over there all the time uh it's great stuff jason i i do have one more question for you too um, that first time you beat your dad in a race, did you, did you let him know about it? Oh yeah, we, we, uh, we're both competitive, so we'll rub it in deep, but you know, to a certain extent. But oh yeah, I know. I, I, I see it as like a father, son, a father, son, just giving each other hell, you know, like I got you on that one, dad. And then he gets you and comes back and said, yeah, I'm still the king, son, you know? <laughs> see, I nailed him at the wire. One time, and he hollered at me. Ride that hard against everybody, and I'm. All I get to do is laugh, and I'm like, man, I, I ride hard on everyone I ride. I want to win them all, you know. That's great. Well, we, I, I forgot, Biho. We have uh, something very important that we have to show. Also, oh um, yeah, you know, we talked about your bowl. You, before we show it. Yeah. Can I ask you about? Please. Apparently, you're allegedly the all-time winningest ostrich jockey in North America. Can you confirm <laughs> or deny that? Is he still there? I think, Jansen, did you, I think Brian said that you're on the, uh, oh, did we get a, did we get freeze? He said you are the winningest uh, jockey on, uh, on ostriches in North America. Is that true? I think, oh. I think he got a call. He's on Oh, the there we go. There we go. Yeah. Uh-oh. There we are. Hey, buddy, how you doing? Yeah, sometimes when we get the uh, the phone calls, they go in and they go out. Um, yeah, well, they lose they lose audio. Yeah. yeah. So there he is. I think I thought I heard him. Yeah. I can't hear anything. I don't know if y'all can hear me. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Hey, buddy, you back? I don't think he'll be able to hear us. Yeah, he might have to pop in and pop I'll, out. I'll I'll send him a message. 
He'll, yeah, no uh, problem. No problem. So uh, just as we remind you, we're looking at at his link over on Fantac. Man, these logos, these these are by far my favorite of all of them. And we're going to show you a clip of him riding an ostrich in just a second uh, as he pops back in with us. Okay. Hey, buddy. Uh, so before, before we finish up with you, we had to ask you a question. Brian, go ahead. Okay. Sorry about that. Yeah. I, I, no, it's okay. Uh, supposedly, allegedly, you are the all-time winningest ostrich jockey in um, North America. Can you confirm or deny that? I rode three, three and I won all three. <laughs> Perfect. 100%, in, 100% win percentage. This is great. Tell me what it's like to ride this giant bird. I tell you what. The first one I rode, I, right after the finish line, I fell off. The second one, I, I got it after a while. I did a little dismount, and then I went rolling. And then third time, I landed on my feet. So it started. It's it gotten pretty easy. I, I, I'm telling you, I found like I found this little this little groove, and the way the way I lean, man, they get to. Don't tell anybody your secrets now. Don't let anybody get those secrets and, and ruining your perfect record. We yeah, gotta yeah. we gotta get a track out here going where you can uh, you can just dominate. Let's let's show let's take a look at what we're talking about right now. We have a video that uh, we can pull up and show you. funny getting a, a look at what it's like to ride one of those things and hearing the uh, the up and down and i love you you like pan into the crowd too you were playing yeah, yeah. that was that was like a wrestler like wave into the crowd and stuff i loved it i loved I love it. every uh, bit of that well jansen i gotta say it's been a blast uh catching up with you uh, please tell your dad i said hello i've had the pleasure of uh seeing him many times when i went to delta downs he was always very very nice to me he gave me a lot of his time with interviews and helped me out and uh, I know he's close with a, a buddy of mine, Chad Cooper, who gave me some cool stories, yeah, yeah. tidbits Very about your family. Out. So uh, yeah, Chad. Me. Chad liked to tell stories on you, man. Yeah, he he got some. There were some ones that I didn't want to get. In, I don't want to get you in too much trouble. So I said, I'll, I'll wait till we're <laughs> off air to, to talk to him about those. <laughs> um, thank you so much, Jansen. And when you uh, when you open up a Twitter or anything, we'll definitely give you a follow on there, and we'll uh, and we'll share that. We're gonna head to your uh, to your shop right here at Fantac. We head to fantac.com slash shop. And then you just click on the Jansen Melanson collection there and you get those fly looking swim trunks. You are gonna be uh all of all of the ladies or gentlemen or whoever are gonna be looking at you when you go to the pool wearing those shorts. You are gonna be the belle of the ball. I know I am. So uh, Jansen, good luck, buddy. And we're gonna see you in the winter circle a whole lot coming up soon. All right, sounds good, guys. Thank you. <laughs> Stay Lots safe, buddy. Make right. sure to head on over to Fantac. God, I love those shorts. I, I, I love them. They're Do they come with a pocket full of money? That's what I, I mean, If you're betting right, on right. Jansen, that's what you're gonna get. That's what you're gonna get. <laughs> Uh, we're going to be here with you each and every week for Riders Up, presented by Fantac. Make sure to head on over there and check out all those awesome rider collections that they have. We'll see you again next week.